Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Good morning, folks. I am Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. It's great to be with you. I had weird things, weird ads playing in my ear, but that's the beauty of live radio. Anyway, this WABC radio, and you can live stream us, importantly, LarryCudlowShow.com, live stream us all across the country and around the world and throughout the solar system, technical issues notwithstanding. Actually, I'm in studio today, which is even more fun. So a um, bunch of things to talk about, as always. Show's loaded up. We got Senator Rick Scott from Florida, the head of the uh, Republican Senate Campaign Committee, coming on. Bill O'Reilly's coming on. House member Lee Zeldin's coming on. Uh, former Trump aide Joe Grogan's coming on. And Congressman Jim Jordan's coming on. I have to begin. I mean, I didn't really like to begin with financial stuff, but I really have to begin with the stock market story because it is in front page news. And the market is uh, getting clobbered left and right. And and let me say, look, um, are people talking about a bear market? We, we've been in a bear market territory for quite some time. Definitions don't really matter. But here's why, here's why I begin with this story, that really the vast majority of investors, all right, are ordinary working folks. There's over 100 million, I think it's up to about 110 million people are invested in the stock market, you know, through their IRAs or 401ks. It's their retirement savings. And that's what concerns me. It's the reason I want to talk about it this morning, uh, because those folks are getting hurt. Now, they aren't the richest people in the country. These are working folks. They don't own, they don't own the majority of all these wealth assets. Uh, majority of it's owned by the you know, the heavy hitters, the super rich. I get that. But, you know, for a lot of people, they might have built up sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000, maybe $100,000 in retirement savings over the years. And that's a lot of money for them. You know, their, their average earnings might be 60000 a year. And they put money away in various accounts. Sometimes the employer pitches in. And they're good savers. So when the stock market goes down, as it has, they get hurt. It's a very important uh, issue. They're not rich. They don't own the bulk of the wealth. They get their monthly reports from their financial planners or their brokerage firms, you know, whatever they're called. And I think folks are worried. And I think there's a lot of angst out there about the economy anyway, with high gasoline prices, high food prices. Baby formula is not on the shelves. All these things converging. There's a strong lack of confidence going on. So I thought I'd spend a moment on the market. Now, look, at. let me say this point for those of you who have a retirement savings account. You know, you get a monthly report. 
uh, from your financial planner or whoever. Most of my whole career, I've made this point. The, the best investment strategy is to not look at what's going on today, to not react or overreact to the ups and downs, even when you have like a 20% correction or a 30% correction. You know, we're about 20% now. It's not bottomed yet. Don't panic. Don't overreact. Stay the course. I think the best investment strategy is to own stocks for the long run. You're not going to outguess. You're not going to outguess the market. You're not going to outtime the market. You don't do it for a living. Some people do it for a living. We'll leave it to them. Although I got to tell you, hedge fund managers, you know, many of them, most of them, when you look at the uh, data, underperform the market. Really, I know they give themselves a lot of money. They're rich people. They'll tell you how important it is. They'll tell you they're going to take you out at this precise moment, put you in at that precise moment. Most of them miss the turns. Oh, I have a brilliant investment, this one and that one. Look, there's a handful of them that are really good. Most of them are really bad. And they charge you an arm and a leg. And they sweep the profits off the table. Jeremy Siegel, professor at the University of Pennsylvania. Bert Malkios, professor at Princeton. I knew Bert at Princeton. These guys wrote years ago, years ago, that the best strategy for the stock market is to own stocks for the long term. Own the index for the long term, like the S&P 500 index. You're owning, you're owning U.S. companies. You're owning foreign companies. There's a lot of good index. Exchange-traded funds are index funds, and they're cheap. All right, and you have the power. If you, you don't have to let them tax you. You can figure out your own tax situation, and you can you know, run your own life. You, your hands are not put into some fancy-dancy striped pants, Wall Street, whatever. I'm not against the Wall Street crowd. I came from Wall Street, although I haven't been there in 30 years. But the point is... Stocks for the long run is your best strategy. Long run, I'm talking 30, 40, 50 years. I'm saying a young person today in her mid-20s starting out a career should be putting money away in these index funds, which are so cheap, 20 cents on the dollar, something like that, maybe even 15 cents on the dollar, that's all it costs. And keep putting money in there. I mean, even now, let's say, so, you know, you're down, the stock market's down about 20%, the NASDAQ's down much more. I'll walk through this during our stock market segment. Some of these leading sectors, like retailing and home building and uh, semiconductors, they're down 40% this year. It's a big correction. And uh, my advice, to be honest with you, you know, if you have some kind of plan or self-discipline, dollar cost averaging. Dollar cost averaging means the market is off. You should be averaging in some percentage proportion of your paycheck. You know, oh, no, the market's getting killed. I want to sell. Don't sell. That's a terrible strategy because you know what? When the market rebounds, You'll be out, and you'll miss it. You say, well, how can you say buy now? 
Buy now because there's some weakness, but you should be buying anyway throughout your career. This is retirement savings for the long run. There are tax-advantaged accounts, and you should be involved in that. Current bear market is not the end of the world. You know, I mean, look, uh, semi-seriously, if you're really faint of heart, don't, don't open your monthly statement. Don't even look at it. All right, in the front page of the Wall Street Journal, there's, you know, a story about the bear market. It's all across the country. You got all these super bears around. Oh, the world is coming to an end. You know, look, I don't like Joe Biden either, but this is a different matter. This is a different matter. You know, maybe a little deep prayer and meditation to get you through this period. But really, a smart investor would be adding, for, and again, you're going to add today, and if the market's down 10% in the next two months, add some more. And if it's down another 10%, add some more and then hang on to it. I'm talking about these index funds where you're not picking individual stocks. You're buying the entire index. And there's some great ones out there, a whole bunch of good ones. So that's really my thought. And I'm trying to be, you know, calm people down. It's not the end of the world. Now, let me say a couple of things here. I think right now this cyclical temporary uh, sell-off in stocks, I mean, this has a lot to do with the lousy uh, economic policies going on in Washington. I mean, I think that you're not going to improve the stock market until we get rid of this left-wing, woke, progressive, big government, socialist economics of Joe Biden. I mean, they've created, you know, excessive spending and borrowing and money printing and over-regulating and the war against the fossil fuel industry and uh, $6 at the gallon gasoline and $110 in the open market for oil and food prices have skyrocketed and in some cases the shelves are bare. I mean, I think that is a function of the failure of this woke, progressive, socialist approach that the Bidens have taken. Spend more, borrow more, run the economy, you know, central planning like the old Soviet Union. We will make all the decisions. And this insanity on climate change. So they're trying to kill fossil fuels. I mean, we should be, we should be, we should be uh, leasing more. We should be permitting more. We should be fracking more. Everybody knows that except the Biden administration. But that's my point. So they've created all this inflation. You're running now 8 to 10% inflation. Interest rates in the market are going up. Wage rates, wages after inflation are going down. So there's an impoverishment there. And it's affecting the stock market. Earnings are going to slow down. High inflation, rising interest rates, bad for stocks. And this is all closely linked to the market correction. I hate to say it, but wages, I mean, we've had a pretty good labor market. People are returning to work. They're not new jobs, per se, but they are coming back to work. Wages are running 6 7%, but the CPI is running 8.5%, and the PPI is running 11%, and import prices are running 12.5%. So people are losing ground. It's, it's an unfortunate situation. This has affected the stock market. You know, some of these indexes, and you can again you can buy these indexes, but 
The S&P uh, 500 retailing index down 31% plus 10% inflation is down 40%. Home builders are down 40%. Cyclical stocks, cyclicals, consumer discretionary off 40%. That, you know, that tells you we are and we have been in a bear market all year. And I don't want to bore you with the numbers, but I'm saying, you know, this is the story. I just don't want you to panic or sell because this is going to be a short story. Now, what do I mean by that? I don't know how long the market will fall. You know, we may be in for a tough period for the rest of this year. It could spill over into next year. I mean, mortgage rates are up 5.5%. Mortgage rates have doubled. 30-year fixed, 5.5%. That's over twice what it was a year ago. That gives you a hint about the difficulties in the housing market. And interest rates are going to go up some more. The Fed is going to raise their target rate. I know they've been slow. They are behind the curve. I've been very critical of the Fed. But now they're going to move. And when they move, they'll move too far and too fast. That's what they always do because their models are terrible. So that's another, you know, issue for the stock market. We'll talk about this with our experts towards towards the middle of the show. The other thing that's so concerning, Biden and his team, I mean, they've said they don't look at the stock market. They don't care about the stock market. Well, that's dumb. I mean, the stock market tells you a lot about the future of business. You know, right now the market's pointing to an inflation and a recession. So they might want to look at the stock market. My former boss, Donald Trump, liked to know about the market every time I walked into the Oval. Every day he wanted to know about stocks because – Stocks tell you, you know, how are we doing? It's a good barometer of the health and wealth of the country. Right now, it's signaling thumbs down. It's just like the polls. The latest AP poll, Biden's approval is 39, disapproval is 60. Well, that's what the stock market is saying. CNN poll, 86% are either concerned or scared. Only 14% are excited or optimistic. All right, so that... But that's what the stock market's telling you. It's the same thing. That's why the stocks, to some extent, are a daily scorecard. And right now, year to date, with stocks off 20% plus, the NASDAQ's off a lot more. Some of these indexes are off more. We have a problem. So I'll just conclude by saying the problem to me is the wrong economic policy philosophy. This is a big government policy. It's an overregulation. The, Uncle Sam in Washington, Uncle Joe in Washington knows better than you and me how to run our lives. It knows better. Well, it doesn't know better. They are climate crazy people, ideological left-wing climate people. There is no immediate climate risk. There is no existential risk. We should worry about the clean air and clean water in the next hundred years. By the way, technological advances, sequestration, carbon capture and storage, fabulous stuff. That's fossil fuels are going to always be here. These people want to kill fossil fuels. So look what they've done to energy prices and the inflation rate. They think they know best. I think free market capitalism knows best. I think you and I and our friends and our loved ones and our families and our business, we know best, not the government. So that's the problem. All this woke, progressive, central planning, big government socialism 
is taking a toll on the stock market. Inflation up, interest rates up, economic outlook poor. Is it recessionary? Probably. It's certainly inflationary, and it's stagflationary. Everything is about confidence. Confidence is so important. Confidence. We need the rule of law. We need free markets. We need limited government. We need a sound, reliable king dollar. We need low tax rates. We'll get back to that, okay? Right now, people are worried. I don't think they believe in the great American idea that the country is going to be better tomorrow than it is today. Confidence is low. I get that. But I will just say in conclusion, folks, don't panic. Remember stocks for the long run is the best investment strategy. Remember putting your retirement savings into the stock market and you're looking at a 40- or 50-year horizon. And remember this. This woke, progressive, socialist story in Washington is going to change. Trust me on this. The cavalry is coming. Trust me, folks. The cavalry is coming. I'm Larry Kudlow. We'll be right back. Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. we got everything straightened out. Life is good. WABC is good. Please join us during the week. During the week. Fox Business, the name of the show is Cudlow, 4 to 5 p.m. every day. You'll love it. Please join us. We're doing great, having lots of fun covering the beat. So this is going to be a short one here because we've got a hard break coming up. But I just want to throw this into the pot so you hear this. Hillary did it. Okay, this, you know, this whole Russia collusion alpha bank hoax with Donald Trump that dogged him for years during the campaign and the first three years of his presidency. They tried to wreck his presidency. They didn't, by the way, but they caused a lot of trouble. Now we know from the John Durham investigations, and they're in court, and they're uh, interviewing witnesses under oath, and Hillary's own campaign manager, right, Robbie Mook, I don't know the guy, but he basically said they were selling this Alpha Bank crap Alpha Bank being a big Russian bank. This was part of the Russian collusion. Vladimir uh, Putin and the oligarchs were running the Trump administration. Anyway, it was all a big, fat lie. Big, fat lie. But, and I'll get to this later in the show, Hillary helped launch the lie. She did it. She knew about it and approved it, and she's been lying through her teeth for the past five or six years. And by the way, so did this uh, So did this uh, Jake, uh, whatever his name is, Jake Sullivan, the National Security Advisor. He was just as bad. I'm Cudlow. We'll get back to this story. Hillary did it. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 